Have you read about the dick soap incident? You put your dick in some soap? No, apparently, like, there's some, like, subscription box for some weird young adult fiction novel, and the most recent one, they sent little, like, not little kids, but young adults who read their book, Dick Soap. (laughs) There's a lot of controversy about the fact that they've just been sending dick soap to kids. Well... It's actually, it's tricky dick soap, and it's in the shape of Richard Nixon. It's Richard Nixon's face, and they're still like, wait, why is he here? And he's just like, rub me on your body. I'm making a comeback. <laughs> Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time, it's time for a load. I'm talking about a load. A load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A load of BS. The greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I'm talking about he. Fucking cousin it. Over here with his wet shower hair. It's he. The B to the L-A-K-E. Blake Tedder. Hello, everyone. I'm representing the Swamp Monster Guild. Yes. Man, you got that hair. Thank you for having me on the show, Mr. Scotty Moore. Yes. I am here as well. Thank you for just covering up your eyes, shielding them from the pain we're about to get into. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one tonight because yep. I am tired. Oh, we're both tired, my boy. There was a point because like you were like, "All right, I'm home, but I also need to shower, so maybe we could record like at like eleven. And I was like, "Okay." At ten forty-five. Thank you very That's- much. <laughs> I gave you a little bit of time. Yeah, I was like, okay, fine, we'll make it work. You know, we did, we you know we bullshit for like four hours before we actually do this show, right? And you're like, uh, yeah, but it'll be fine. We only did that for one hour tonight. Yeah, and I didn't even tell oh. you about um the greatest documentary that I'd ever seen. Okay, I'm into it. Tell me about it. I texted you a little bit about this the other day, but... (laughs) Your exact quote was, please remind me for BS, because I am a few beers in right now. I definitely was, and that was when I texted you as soon as something good happened. Okay, anyway, Mm -hmm. we'll get into that. The other night, I was playing some video games with my buddies, who were beers, and... Kind of as things were winding down, everyone was saying their goodbyes, you know, we were getting offline. I looked over to my TV, and it was on, it was on uh, the BBC, you know, wonderful channel, Um, and from what I saw, there was this uh, documentary on, and it looked about like it was about this um, kind of isolated um, tribe of peoples in South America. Okay, I'm digging it, I'm feeling it. Yeah, it was one of those... You know, this tribe has been around for so long, and um, technology of the rest of the world kind of never got to them. They just kind of been left alone to do their own thing for a while. Um, You know, it showed um, a few really well shot um, scenes of them like hunting or just all of them gathered around in the middle of their village and stuff. Yeah. And then (laughs) it. There's a bit where two people run out, and it's a man and a woman, and 
the woman is kind of like clawing. She's cut. She's uh, panicking and show or um at, at her mouth, and she goes and she starts drinking so much water, and she's just like, and it's obvious that she's eaten something very hot, and it's agitating her very severely, kind of like you and me when we had our hot pepper debacle. Yeah. And a little bit later, a dude runs out, except he's grabbing his nether regions with. <laughs> So it leads me to believe that this is the greatest nature documentary I had ever fucking seen catching moments like that. And just like, you know what? It doesn't matter where we are or what level of technology we're at. We're all human, man. And somewhere some dude is rubbing hot pepper on his dick to get it. Now, did this have like a Richard Attenborough or like a fucking Morgan Freeman like voiceover who's just like, as we can see, the female running off, trying to fix the pain inside of her mouth. What could it, that have been from, uh, perhaps? I, I couldn't tell because the uh, the television was muted and I never actually turned it on. Mm-hmm. I went back to whatever I was doing. However, a few minutes after that, I was like, man, this is too good. I have to look at what the name of this documentary is so I can watch it in whole later. Yeah. Turns out I was watching the movie Apocalypto. Oh! <laughs> Everyone's favorite documentary. Um, which really, really explained why all of these shots were really good and how they were able to get all of these intimate moments right in the face of a South American person who's probably never seen a camera before. Yeah. Uh, because you know what? They they weren't, and it was a movie directed by Mel Gibson. And I love the fact that Mel was like, what am I going to put in this movie? A dude with his dick on fire. So you think they were like trying to pull some... Because like, I've heard like putting Pop Rocks in the girl's mouth or putting like ice in the girl's mouth before uh, the oral sex is engaged... Where did you think hot pepper would work? Like, well, it was a it it was revealed later to be a prank by some of the other villagers. So they got him to rub this stuff on him, I guess, and they knew that it wouldn't affect him, like affect them immediately, right? Because earlier in the movie, I did watch the movie uh, the next day because I had to watch it. Yeah, the movie actually. Um, but there was one scene where they kill the taper, uh-huh. um, and one of the uh, hunters was like, "All right, we, him, him, and me, we all have boys, but you don't have any boys yet, bud." And so he's like, "You know, you know what you got to do." And then he cuts off the taper's balls and hands them to him. Oh no! You got to get real fertile, and. Everyone breaks out laughing as soon as he bites into these taper balls, which is a horrible scene. Yeah, I'll bet. And everyone's like, nobody's done this before. Nope, you're the first. Son of a bitch. I I, I do love that whatever they put on this dude's dick, apparently like the saliva activated it like Superman's powers getting activated by our yellow sun. Oh. oh man, good God! Because all I got from you was just like Sky Pepper Dick prank. Just fucking remind me 
on BS. And I'm like, okay. It was one of those moments where I was like, I want to Google this, but I feel like even putting in the search terms of what you said would not have taken me to this scene. It would have just gotten me into a world of just like, Pepper Dick Prank gone wrong. You'll never believe what happens next. You want to know what those top um, Google searches are when I type in Pepper Dick Prank? Yeah. Ben Phillips, Chili Willy, Penis Cooling Cream, Prank, <laughs> um, Penis Pepper Challenge, Habanero Penis, Dick Tastes Like Lemon Pepper, Lamau. <laughs> Lamau? You gotta relax. Pepper spray to the penis. Why, guys? I mean, I can't be the one to, like, do this because I'm the dude who once put toothpaste on his dick, but, like, I cannot abide by this anymore. Quit putting shit on your dick. Put it away. This is... This is kind of reminiscent of the time that we both ate a hot pepper for a YouTube video we did. But not as good. What? Like, not, dude. Um, yeah, no, speaking of, like, imbibing and drinking drinking the alcohol, I, uh, I have, I reached my first ever since high school moment where I was not able to drive home last, last weekend. Oh, boy. Um, and it was not from alcohol, because I had the same amount I usually have, which is, you know, like, you know the small bottles of Bullet? Yeah, like the tiny boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, three-fourths of them, and I'm feeling good, and then I usually will go home after waiting for it to get out of my system a little bit. Well, I had about that much. I made me some Moscow mules, or Kentucky mules. It had me a good time. And then I walked into my friend's, what they called the smoke room. And I, you don't, I mean, I don't need to explain what happens. That's where they go. Vape. <laughs> they but vape. They're special juice. They vape the special juice. And I walked in there and I'm like, Oh, it's been a while since I've imbibed in the special juice. So I go, Hey man, hand me your vape. And he goes, All right. You know what they say, vape, vape, toss. (laughs) Vape, vape, and then toss it onto the floor. Um, and he goes, yeah, man, sure. Uh, it hits kind of hard, though. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm, my lungs are strong. So I take... Oh, hold on. Whoops. <laughs> I just now realized I'm on camera and I'm doing the motion of... Oh, no. Oh, what, what kind of motion? What, uh, you're doing the motion of holding a vape, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Well, no, it was a specialty pipe-shaped vape. And the way you had to trigger it was by taking your thumb and pressing it to the button on top so i took it and yeah exactly so i take my first hit and it does not hit that hard and i'm like well he said it hits hard i mean i guess i didn't have that much and then i melted (laughs) no 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 then i was like well let me go in for secondsies which oh. I've not done secondsies in probably two years now. Because, uh, like, oh. one and I'm good. Um, so I hand him back his specialty vape, and I sit there and start listening to the conversation. And I don't know, I just got bored or something, and I walked in, 
to their living room and just sat on their couch and promptly melted. I became the kid from that fucking commercial where it's like, what happened to them? Oh, he took a hit of a vape. <laughs> and now he just lays there. And that was me just like frozen in time until one point they're like, you need to stay the night. And I was like, yes, thank you. Turned over, grabbed the couch cushion and just fell asleep. And like with a TV blasting music behind me. And I was just sitting there. Like at one point someone came in and go, do you want to go to bed? Like in the smoke room or, and I'm like, no, I'm fine here. I just kind of need to nap for a few. Uh, oh, like yeah. I, I go in there anymore i can't it's just like yeah you know there's a giant tv blasting loud music and it will not be a good sleep and also this is where the fucking party is like they were trying their best to get me out because it's where the party was happening i doubt they were really concerned the party (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't realize the error of my ways until i felt one of my friends ass just sit on me Because they wanted to sit on the couch that I was on. And asses just were on me for the rest of the night. As I'm trying my best just to fall asleep. To get out of this unmoving, like, curse I've put myself in. That is the most wonderful passive-aggressive way to be like, Alright, if he's not getting off the couch. I mean, if we sit on him for long enough, he'll get up, right? No, I would. My favorite moment was one of my friends, and this was before I grabbed the couch cushion and laid down in it. One of my friends blatantly just kind of looked at me and just goes, "No, no, don't stop! Don't you shouldn't stop moving. If you stop moving, it's over. It's all over, man. It's game over." And I'm like, "Fuck! I, you can't stop it. It's in my system now. The vapes hit me, and I'm gonna die here." That reminds me of the last time that um, I vaped with Special Juice, which we did an episode after I had vaped a whole tank of Special Juice. (laughs) Well, I believe that was an episode of Fight Boys, which was categorized by you eating an entire bag of chips through the whole episode. The same week that we recorded BS, I was also there. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, once you stop moving, then it's just, hmm, I'm here now. Yeah. Well, Have I been here? Probably. Yeah. See, I just reached this moment where I was like, I'm going to wait for this to pass, and then I will be able to drive home. And then it just never passed. And then the next thing I know, I wake up and light is just pouring through, and I'm dead. <laughs> My The only respite and the only good thing to come out of it was the fact that I did not wear my Heelys over there. Because God forbid me having to fucking walk out with those Heelys on. Just like, yeah! So, yeah. I just... I... I have a reaction whenever you mention the fact that you do have Heelys. Blake, my footwear collection is that of a child. I own a pair of Heelys, a pair of red Converse, and Crocs. And that's it. That's my that's my rotation, baby. That's it. The only thing you need now is a pair of shoes that light up when you take a step. <laughs> no, 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 dude. This is, this is the future. It has to be the ones that are constantly LED. Like, just... Oh, also in the chat, Salty Frank! First Pro- mate! 
What up, my boy? Yeah, the boy is here. The first mate of the BS, Salty Frank, showing up in chat. Um, so my cat's a fucking murderer. By the way, like, Goofbuster, like, the best Twitch moderator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heelys are more efficient than walking, though, Blake. Get him, Frank! Tell him about it! <laughs> but yeah, going back to what I was saying, my cat's a fucking murderer. Because yeah. All cats are murderers, don't worry. I walked into my kitchen today and just looked down and I thought, oh, one of them coughed up a hairball. Well, that's not usually how their hairballs look, but that's a, oh, that's a dead rat. That's a dead animal in my house right now. I should probably take care of that. Just gonna step over that and go get a Coke Zero then. And then later my dad came in my room. He's like, well, I guess you haven't been downstairs. Nope. <laughs> no, no. And I was like, yeah, I have. Why? So you saw the rat and just kind of chose to not. And I'm like, yeah, I was not. I'm not touching that. I'm not getting a death curse on me of touching a dead animal. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, because at one point my dad was like, yeah, I think I think we do have a mouse. And I think it's in the kitchen because, like, the cats have been staring at that fucking oven like it's got, like, the secrets of Nim in it. And then I was what? like. <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, well, that means the rat's not in my room anymore. We're good. That's it. I'm cool. I don't care. Like, I was like, I want him to live now. I'm going to let him become Remy from Ratatouille and teach us the best new fucking dishes. Oh, uh, I've actually been doing the opposite because I've noticed there is a family of bunnies that lives right outside my door. Aww. Door. And I often wake up to see the bunnies um, grazing in my backyard. Which is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I've also noticed, though, that there's been a hawk flying around. Nope. And anytime I see that hawk, you know, the bunnies kind of perk up. But anytime I'm like, mmm, that motherfucker's spying on my bunny boys. Nope. I always open the door, which scatters the bunnies into the brush where the hawk can't get them. Right. And I step to that hawk. I'm like... <laughs> Fight me, bitch! Find your food somewhere else, not my bunnies. Yeah. Sir. Do you have names for them, or are they just the homeless bunny crew? They're just the bun. They're the bunny boys. The bu they're the fu your bunny boys. Oh, God. Salty Frank has a bigger horror story than hawks and bunnies or mine at all. He just goes, my cat hunts moles on occasion. He brings the brains back to the house to try to give to us his presents. Oops. Oh, God. <laughs> we had dogs that used to hunt moles because we have a lot of moles around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, we don't mean the animal. We mean actual investigatives, like moles. They're trying to get our podcast secrets. Exactly, and so that's why we have this dog that goes after them and is like, you're not telling them my secrets. <laughs> and um, then he brings their brains. Yeah, exactly, and then he brings us back the brains. <laughs> From their brains. Yeah. That's how we got more podcast secrets, is we got the secrets out of their brains. This is what happened. Exactly. Oh, man. So, anything new going on in your life? Because that's about it. Nope. I think we're good. Oh. I <laughs> we're good. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. The, the shortest episode of a load of BS in existence. 
Yeah, like he puts the human mole's brain in a mason jar floating in what looks to be Listerine. You have the smartest cat ever, Salty Frank. Very smart. He knows that you can steal secrets from dead brains. That's what it is. He's, he's got, like, cables and shit hooked up, and he's like, you have to drift with it. What? You have to drift with this brain to learn the secret. When did this become Pacific Rim? Fuck off, that's when. Oh, yeah. That's going to be in the third Pacific Rim movie. Mm-hmm. We've got this guy that could only drift with one other person, but that person dies. So they have to pull out that person's brain, yeah. reanimate it to a point, except he starts going through his memory. So it's not even a Pacific Rim movie anymore. Yeah. Just kind of weird extra inception. Well, this was directed by, oh shit, what's his name? The dude who did Eternal Sunshine, because that's all it is. This is Eternal Sunshine 2. Turn <laughs> Sunshine Harder. Sunshine Harder, exactly. It's the crossover that we've all constantly wanted. <laughs> that was uh, that was Michael Gondry. Michael Michel Gondry, a fantastic. Oh yeah, um, Salty Frank says he's on the East Coast, so this is actually Atlantic Rim. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> there's there's not a rim in the Atlantic. There's no rims. Did you ever end up seeing the second Pacific Rim? No, after your glowing review, I decided <laughs> not to subject myself to that. It's not that it was bad, it's just that it wasn't good. Like, I just I... wanted nothing but Charlie Day drifting with a fucking kaiju brain for two hours, but then they're like, ah, just, it's a little bit, don't worry about it. After as much as I enjoyed Pacific Rim 1, and I fucking enjoyed the hell out of that movie, yeah. like, time i just want to check out and enjoy a bunch of robots smashing each other mm-hmm. no i don't go for transformers i don't go for any of that i go for pacific fucking rim because it's perfect it is the perfect giant monster movie because it's in the same it's not as buck wild as like a kingsman but it's in that same vein where yeah. they they're like we can have a plot that's fine but you know why the people are here. So we're just going to go all fucking out with how insane this is going to go. Yeah, we all understand this. This is how it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. See, that's my that's my shit. Those are the movies I love where they're just like, look, we're going to get buck wild for a few and you just ride with us on this adventure. Because once you set up that precedent... Like, Kingsman did it perfectly. Once you set up the precedent of this is gonna be Buck Wild, you can go anywhere. You cannot write yourself into a corner because you just turn around and punch the corner out with dynamite. As the, the intro to Kingsman was a perfect way to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything up until, oh, look at this. This is going to be our suave, like, main character or whatever. He's going to go, yeah, he's killing all these bad guys. What? Yeah, exactly. Doubles. And then, of course, Mark Hamill. Have you seen the sequel? I haven't actually seen the sequel yet, which is surprising. Oh, my boy. Playing the role of the celebrity who's there for no reason, Elton fucking John. God, yes. (laughs) It's so good. I love, I don't, usually I will spoil but I'm not spoiling shit for you right now, boy. You need to see this movie. I saw it drunk on an airplane. It was like, this is my new favorite movie. 
well, the, one of the reasons that I have BBC on as much as I do is because like every now and again they'll go through showing just like movies with British people in it that are very British, and Kingsman is in that rotation, and yeah. it's like, yep. yes, thank you. Oh wow, Salty Frank has a good uh, man. If I didn't already have an idea for segment two, we'd make this movie. He goes, I can't wait till they cross over Jaegers with Transformers and then someone turns into a car and drifts while drifting. My god. It's a it's a double drift. We're all in the drift now. Me, you, Nicolas Cage. We're all here. I don't know why, and I know this is a dead meme, but I would love it as it starts. You hear the deja vu. I would have played in the fifth before. Like that shit starts playing, except you hear two versions of it because there's two drifts going on at the same time. Uh, one of them's in a different language. Yeah. Well, no, and then it gets worse because, like, they turn into the robot and jump into the air, but then it freeze frames it. It's like, why is this now just the deadest meme movie of all time? We'll be right back. This summer, dead memes come to your screen. Do you know the way to summer fun? <laughs> oh, man, I am happy that... um. Uh, VR chat now has a new mascot that's not. I mean, I did love Uganda Knuckles, but y- have you seen the new boy? And as much as as fun as that meme was for the three days that it was fun, mm-hmm. you held on to that bad boy so long, and I admire I admire the conviction you had. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just love VR chat because it is the ultimate in like let's just do some ridiculous shit. Which has now been brought back to life with... What's the kid's name? I can't remember his name, but do you know the video I'm talking about? No, I don't think I do. It's like they're playing VR chat with, like, this five-year-old kid. And he's the cutest thing on the planet. And he's just like, all right, you go over here. You decide what team you're going to be on. All right, you and you are going to go on the blue team. And then, like, another guy pops on. And he's just like, don't worry about this guy. He's not going to play. And it's like, wait, what? Hold on. And at the end, they're just like, what if? What would you say if you could say anything to the entire world? And he's just like, I would I would say if you, if, if someone hates you, don't hate them. I thought you were like, if someone hates you, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. And then the very end of the video, it cuts to black and then you just hear him say, do good, die great. Yes! Yes, little boy! Oh, kid. You're gonna be president. Salty Frank goes, I love that meme talking about Uganda Knuckles because I'm the fastest tongue clicker in the West. I could control them with the speed of the clicks. Oh, God! Salty Frank, hold on to that, man, because you'll find you a lucky woman one day. Wait, that's not how that works, is it? Oh, just hope that nobody spreads uh, hot pepper juice on your yeah, dick. That's it. Well, no, I love the idea of, like, going down there, and they're less like, oh, yes, it's, it's fine. This doesn't happen often, so I'm excited. And then they just hear, what are you doing? This is how it works. Oh. It's echolocation. And then they just get up and leave. No, it's echolocation to find the G-spot. <laughs> It's in there somewhere. Uh, but you know what else is in there? 
Wait, no, that's not right. Fucking. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What do I see at the end of this dark tunnel? It's a lot of beautiful merch from merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the website where you can go and support us and pick you up some awesome merch while you're at it. We got merch for Fight Boys, Fun Fiction, Opposite Attractions, and then, of course, a load of BS. Every single month I make a brand new shirt for the BS, and you can pick it up for yourself. It supports us. You get some awesome merch. So head on over to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick it up. And for this month, ahead of the fact that we're going to be at Dragon Con, we have an official, it's under the BS Network section, an official BS Network Dragon Con shirt. So if you're heading to Dragon Con, pick it up, or if you just want a really dope shirt, go over to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick it up. Now, Blake, I was thinking earlier. I was yeah. thinking, thinking. And I realized, like, we need we need better branding. And I think the way we start this is with a mascot. Like a Garfield or a Snoopy. Like our own animal mascot, who uh, is our official representation of the BS in animal form. Oh, Yes. Exactly. I mean, we've talked about. I mean, I do, we. I didn't plan for us to talk a lot about animals in the first section, but it did help lead into this. Um, True. Mm. I feel like doing a dead rat would be kind of chomping the chomping the steez of fight boys, though, because can't we can't do any more rats. I am putting my foot down on the rat to make it dead. No, no, it's already a dead rat. That would be the mascot. He just shows up and he's like, "Hey guys, it's me, Stinky the Ghost Rat." Maybe could we have two different animals, one for each of us? Well, I was going to say the villain of this cartoon that's now being made is uh Stinky the Ghost Rat. Hey, guys. <laughs> okay, I like that idea. I like the idea that we have two animals, one for each of us. Um, or, or I don't know, man. Why don't Why don't we do this? We both get an animal, and then we combine them to make some sort of, like, mythical creature that is the mascot of the BS. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, mythical creature. Yeah, because I don't think we're too good. We're too good to have a normal animal. We need some sort of special animal. Meanwhile, I'm on Quizoni, which is a great name for a website, uh, talking about what animal am I. I just Googled what animal am I, and I'm going to... Okay, how fit am I? Well, I can cover a distance between couch and fridge, tell me how high to jump, or my shape is not bad. I say... My shape is not bad. What appeals to me most? A one-night stand, lifetime relationship, a short-term relationship without commitments. I'm just going to click one of those. How do I prefer to travel? By airplane. While shopping, I won't miss... Fishmongers? What the fuck? Of course I go to the fishmonger. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't visited your fishmonger in a while. I'm just giving you a call to make sure you're all right. <laughs> Got a fresh tilapia here. Hello, is this Scotty Moore? I'm calling on behalf of 
Craig's Fishmongery. We haven't seen you in for a while, and we know your subscription ran out a while ago. Subscription. <laughs> your fish. Oh. Oh, man. Could it just be a fucking fish? He's like, hey, what's up, man? I don't want it to be a fish. It's, oh, it's got to be a cool fish. No, One of the cool fishes. It would be a big mouth billy bass is what you're saying. Take me to the river. <laughs> me in the water. I'm mad because I just made us like a new intro for the show, but I kind of now want it to be a big mouth billy bass just looking forward and playing a guitar. Oh, that would be, it would be like the fish from Spongebob, but a billy bass. The problem is our intro don't have like lyrics, so he would like turn and his mouth would open. Then you would just hear ba 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 da ba ba da ba 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 ba. Scatting it. Yeah, he's scatting the music. Oh man, these are some dumb ass questions. The last one was, "What weighs more, one kilogram of apples or a thousand grams of like pears?" And I'm like, "Motherfucker, don't play this shit with me." That's just a normal question. That doesn't help me pick my animal, man. Yeah, that's just, are you a dumbass or not? <laughs> are you dumb? Are you, is you dumb? Is you dumb, though? You are a dumb animal. You are a dumb, stupid animal. Oh, man. This is the longest quiz of my entire life, Blake. <laughs> Oh man, I'm still kind of digging this big mouse, ma- big mouse Billy Bath. Oh no, that's what his name is, Billy Bath the Big Mouse. Now Billy Bath, my Billy Bath, Billy Billy Mouth Bath, Bill Billy Billy Boy. Okay, so that's what it is. That's the enemy. Is the dead rat named Billy Bath? He's just a dirty, nasty rat, and he is an unable to speak correctly. Well, I took a I took a quiz to find my spirit animal. Well, motherfucker, apparently yours was a lot shorter because I'm only halfway through this garbage fucking thing. It was. Do you want to hear mine or do you want to wait for your results? No, we can talk about yours and then I will get mine in about five hours when I'm done with this stupid fucking quiz. Okay. Um, spirit animal quiz, you're the owl. Oh, that's good. I like that. It's got a really great picture of a owl, like, with its slanted eyes looking at you like, you want a step, motherfucker? I'm already going to say whatever animal we get, the owl is going to be the top half. So his face is going to be, and he's got a, I think a top, what's the owl's name? I feel, hmm. It's got to be something like, Benedict. <laughs> Benedict Owlson. Benedict Owlson. Ben- now, here's the thing. I think Benedict a lot of... Patch. <laughs> I think a lot of people, when they think owl, they think very astute and intelligent. He's not. He's a party boy and real dumb. Well, the other thing about owls is they are stone-cold motherfucking killers. Yeah, that's what it is. So we've got a dumb, drunk owl who's just like, hey, y'all, what's up? Who? 
I'm the party owl. I'm the party owl. What was the name again? Benedict Owlman. Benedict Owlman. It's just like, what up, y'all? It's me, Benedict Owlman. Y'all like bullet bourbon? I don't know. I got all kinds of bourbon. You can just call me Benny. Also, you know, your the one you had had slanted eyes. I think the eyes are fucking wide open at all times because he's also high on special vape juice. It's like, hold up, I got a good flavor for you. I got a good flavor. It's me, Benedict. What did you just call yourself? Benedict. Birdle Dirt. But when he like when he gets when he sobers up, that's when he gets to killing. Mm-hmm. He's like that one Rick and Morty character. He's, he's gonna kill all the time. Love me some killing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm still fucking going, Blake. <laughs> I we have we have already drained Benedict of all of his comedy juice. We have. All right, hold on, let's see. I, okay, we've got two left. If I could have a pet, what would I have? Uh, fucking dog. Uh, what's my dream job? Uh, fuck, sailor, park ranger, party planner, architect, or mattress tester? Well, ladies. Well, you'd either be mattress tester or what kind of party? Yeah, that's the problem. I'm, I think I'm just gonna be party planner. Oh, <laughs> We're about to make the worst mythical creature of all time because I got the beaver. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's a fucking beaver and an owl. Okay. I've got to have the owl's head and... Body. body and tail. Okay, okay. Oh, man, but we gotta come up with the beaver's personality first. And I think, uh, shit, dude. His name's just Greg. His name is Shitty Greg the fucking beaver. I think most people think that beavers are very, like, industrious and hardworking. He is just a lazy asshole. <laughs> They're both dicks. Both of them are dicks. Shitty Greg and fucking... I keep wanting to call him Bertram, but that's my owl from one of my fan fictions. Uh, Benny Dick the Owl. Benny Dick the Owl. Oh, shit. But when they get together... I think I think it needs to be inspirational. They're both shitty until they get together, and then they become... What's the name of the mythical creature? Because you've got, like, the manticore, which is, like a bird with a horse body and a dick for a nose like so what's our combined here this is just this this creature this magnificently horrifying creature is just called the what <laughs> except it's spelled like w h u t the what oh because the person that first saw it and cataloged it 
that's all they could say. They were just like, what the fuck? Is... Now, wait, does it still have wings? I don't know if you went over this. Yes, it's got the wings and head of the owl, but the tail and the body of the beaver. Can I? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bring this up. Something's. Don't fix it. Something's happened with your microphone, though, and your voice is like two pitches down from normal. And so that was, you were just like, the body of a beaver. I'm like, all right, Barry White, calm down. Okay, so we have fucking Augustus, no shit, I will never remember this owl's name. Um, Good. <laughs> we've got Bertelsner, the owl, and shitty Greg, the fucking beaver, who formed the what, but what is the what's name? okay no 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 i'm gonna say a syllable and then you just follow it up with a random okay. ending syllable dan jur <laughs> and you'd think you should follow it up with dan but no it's rick it's danger rick danger rick danger rick the wood no oh, okay if we're going with Danger Rick, I think we need to go a new angle, and I think he's like a new Smokey the Bear. And he teaches kids not to do heroin. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. My name's Danger Rick. Don't do heroin, kids. Or does he tell, doing... them, tell them do, to do heroin? Hey, you kids ain't doing any heroin, are you? No. <laughs> Wait, that's what it is. He wants the drugs. He wants the drugs, so he takes them from the children. He's like, because Dangerick, unbeknownst of his fusion parts, yeah. is a narc. He's a narc! Wait, wait, that's what it is. I think he's trying to... Does he build dams out of spoons? Was a question we got in the chat. Yes. yes yes out of old rusty heroin spoons because like that heroin is real tacky when it seizes up so you can use it almost like a glue to keep the spoons together yep i mean it's like all the he also builds um using old bongs and weed resin yeah yeah, yeah. oh man i know we're talking about building a dam but i do love the fucking idea of him like cask of amontilladoing someone into well, with the heroin spoons. That's how he does it too, because he um he builds half of the cask and the way he traps his um his victims in it is by picking them up with his owl talons yeah. and dropping them in. <laughs> oh wait, so he also has owl talons. Yeah, I think he's gotta have the talons. Also, can I make one request? The wings yeah. the wings have to be dramatically too small like he cannot yeah he can hover that's about it like it's amazing the fact that he actually gets up with those wings yeah uh salty frank asks if, if he plays the spoons to lure them in and actually no now it's a horror movie and you just hear like oh he's coming for us it's danger rick and someone's like danger rick someone's just stops and they're like what exactly what no no that's what he is what yes damn it 
Hold on, it's it's a what? A what? What? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. They're like, wait, did you just say Danger Rick? And it's like, yeah. You don't mean Danger Rick? No, Danger it's Rick. Danger Rick. And then he turns his head and he's like, well, I just don't understand. You hear a whoosh. He turns his head back and the other guy's gone. Yeah. Also, I love the concept. I think he also infects people with his abilities. But not in a good way. Like, it's like you have seven days after getting the symptoms. And, like, there's a point in the trailer where you see his head. Like, a dude who's just like, no, no, I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. And someone's like, hey, Greg. Or, I guess not Greg because we probably got shitty Greg. They're like, Tom. Greg. They're like, Tom. No, normal Greg. This is normal Greg. And someone's like, normal Greg. And then his head turns, like, 180 and he can look all the way around like an owl and like we knew it you got bit by the danger rick i danger rick like it's starting to sound like all one word because originally it was supposed to be sound like danger rick but no now danger rick it's all one word the danger rick we're just the just the danger rick we're the danger rick and we're here Dr. Seuss crossover with Horton. Here's a who. A who? No, a what? What? Who? Who? What? Who? No, it's a what? Wh- who? No, who? what? And now we have become who's on first. Exactly. Uh, we are definitely... I can already guarantee next month's shirt is going to be the Dangerick. But like a fucking like grainy footage Dangerick where it's just like, I saw him in the woods. <laughs> he's coming for it's like a fucking mothman picture yeah yeah it, man this started off as us trying to make our nice happy mascot and it ended with us making the world's newest <laughs> cryptid the dangerick it's he's a just terrifying a shitty, creature it's a shitty little owl with a beaver tail he does not look intimidating at all no, he actually looks very cute, but that's how he lures you in. Yeah, yeah. Does he keep some of the traits of our original two animals? Like, is he also really high? Um, I don't know. It, if he's a if he's a narc, then yeah. Oh shit! Salty Frank has come up with the spelling, which is D A A with an umlaut N G E R I C K. The Dangeric. Oh, that's perfect. Yep, so that's the boy, the Dangerick. Quest of the Dangerick. Dangerick. Coming this sun summer's day. This someday. Eventually. We have our official mascot. He's the Dangerick. Um, can the Dangerick be voiced by, um, BS favorite, uh, Nicolas Cage? Yes. Okay. Hello! I'm the danger. No, he keeps fucking it up. I'm the danger, Rick. No, Nick, that's no. not what it fucking is. Yeah, dude, I think I'm gonna get started on the next book, and it's just gonna be BS and the legend of the danger, Rick. But Blake, here's the thing: I don't think people don't read no more, man. People don't like people to read. read. They just like hearing people say "say book" instead of "read book." And if you want to get some people reading books to you, go to audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork and sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork is where you can get access to hundreds of thousands 
of different audiobooks, including a few of mine, Quiesel Corp and Quiesel Corp Risen, and soon, um, in pre-production, or post-production, finally, on BS vs. the Gods, will be available for there. As well, you can get it absolutely free, a free 30-day trial of Audible. You win. It supports us. Just go to audibletrial.com slash BS Network. Wait, is that the mo- it's it's the music of No. He's back, Blake. After I believe 80 fucking episodes since he's been on the show. He's he's popped in and out a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's the return of everybody's favorite police of Florida-based police officer. Good old, uh, I guess, Sergeant, probably at this point. Thunderbird. Yeah, Detective Sergeant T. Thunderbird, Detective Captain Esquire. Detective. So what you been up to, uh, Thunderbird? It's been a while. Well, you know, uh, ever since you boys pitched me that movie idea with uh, where I took on the Juggalos, I've just been rolling in it, you know. I've uh, been taking, systematically taking them down yeah. and taking their money. All right, that's cool. So you've just been kind of killing juggalos for like eight years now. For the most part, you know, I, it's self-defense kind of mm-hmm. at this point. I heard you had a run-in with those Baudelaire orphans. How did that work out? Now listen, it was a very tragic story of the Baudelaire orphans. Yeah! <laughs> it, was a, it was very sad, and you don't want me to tell it on this podcast because of how sad it utterly is yeah. with the Baudelaire orphans. Yeah. This is not a story that you want to hear on a comedy podcast, The Baudelaire Orphans. <laughs> well, speaking of sad, I've got you some cases lined up. And uh, they're all kind of in your in your area, probably around the Florida area. And now this one is a bit sad. Apparently, a man has been taken, uh, wrongly, according to him, taken into custody for shooting and killing his girlfriend. But I think there's more to this. Uh I think there's more behind this because investi- investigators asked him, like, uh, they said it would look, tried to look like a suicide. So that was kind of his first angle was, I didn't do it. She committed suicide. Yeah. But now he's come out with what I think might be the truth. Now, see, first of all, this is a amateur move on the part of these investigators here. If I were there... We would have been able to find out the truth pretty post-haste. Because, uh, as I found out in my line of work, people like to live. And if you threaten their lives, they will usually tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, here's, here's apparently the truth that's come out from this man. He also claimed that one of his dogs might have been responsible for the shooting because they are... Very smart, investigators said. Oh, so, uh, this is, uh, these speech patterns. Oh, I, I, I understand completely what's going on here. That man is in a latex mask. <laughs> Take it off. And th- there he is. Hello, Mr. President. What the fuck? It was, see, what tipped me off was, um, he used the phrase... My dogs are very smart. These are very smart dogs. Oh. And there's only one man who uh, carries that kind of cadence and sentence structure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I did, uh, 
you know, you, you leave no stone unturned in an investigation like this. So I've actually set you up an interview with, um, well, I was trying to get the man, but he's definitely already been persecuted and going to jail. But, I mean, we still need to continue this investigation, which is right now, uh, I'd like to introduce you to Scruffles, who is the official lead dog suspect in this murder. So if you'd like to investigate. Scruffles, would you, uh, please, uh, sorry we kept you in this waiting room for so long without, uh, any squeaky toys, any bathroom outside he times, but you know, it's, uh, part of the job. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, it's been a tough one. I'm happy you gave me these dog cigarettes. Of course, you know, we do the best. Now, uh, I'll ask you the hard question. Did you kill that woman? Now look here, I don't have to answer to you, copper. We already know the investigation's gone through, and that that son of a bitch owner of mine is going to jail. So I now listen here, you scruffy little piece of trash. I'm gonna grab you by your collar, and I'm gonna ask you this again. Hey, 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 lay your hands off me, copper. Come on, it's all right. You're a dog, and as we all know, dogs. <laughs> It's okay, you're a dog. (laughs) Dogs can't vote. (laughs) Look here, don't bring up the racism against my people right now, okay? Now shut your mouth. Listen here. I took a look at the gun. I noticed along the residue inside the slide, there was a bit of hair. A bit of hair from a miniature toy Pomeranian. <laughs> Look here. That could have been any fucking Pomeranian's hair. Why are you just bringing me in, you racist son of a bitch? All right, we did the DNA test, Scruffles. Don't, we already know. Don't do this to me. <laughs> no. I don't want to hurt you. How can I live without you? You're a fucking joker to your Batman. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill me? I, I feel like we're destined to do this forever, me and you. I love the fact that this dog is constantly there thwarting Thunderbird. Oh my god. Gruffles, you know I'm gonna get you one day. You may walk today. Maybe not. But tomorrow's another day. Yeah, well, I only got, like, one more year left in me, so it should be fine. But that's seven years for me, so you have fun there, copper. All right, that's right. the first is Scruffles. Scruffles! Now, uh, I mean, this has been an animal-centric episode leading into this next qu- uh, quest, I guess, we have for you, Thunderbird. Because apparently you had a, a really easy... Uh, you had an easy one the other day because I know you're not a big fan of dogs in the form of scruffles, but it looks like you've now got cows working for you. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good investigative minds, those cows. Yeah, right. Now I heard you actually had some problems teaming up with a cow at first. Like you had some real like. Oh yeah, the problem you see was he would not be able to fit into my uh customized flying thunderbird. Right. 
Now, do you have a, what's your, uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't know the Florida, I've been out of Florida for a while. What is your cow sidekick's name? Uh, Erickson. <laughs> Moo Erickson. Moo Erickson, okay. Very traditional name for a uh, gentleman uh, of uh, cow origin. Right, okay. Now, I do, I see the story. I've got it right here. Apparently, this is where Moo Erickson, like, learned you, gave, you got his respect. Uh, a car thief, you were chasing him down, bailed out of the stolen car, and hoofed it Monday. However, a herd ah, of... Ah, that's good. Yeah. However, a herd of cows led by, it looks like, one <laughs> officer, Moo Erickson, corralled the suspect and led police to her. And there is, in fact, video, it looks like, of Moo Erickson leading this army of cows to take on. That's actually another thing. Cows make some of the uh, the greatest undercover detective investigators mm -hmm. that you could ever hope for. Nobody suspects the cow of yeah. being the narc. In the aerial video recording, the pilot advised Sanford police for a good visual to look for the giant group of cows chasing the subject. Um, Most cows are very, uh, very inquisitive little fellows. You, you see a person just kind of running through their fields and they chase after them. Because uh, they just want their cuddles and hugs. Cows, very simple, very wonderful, pure beings. Uh, Richard Kondracki said he's been living along Sipes Avenue for decades with dozens of cattle. Never had a problem with the bovines acting aggressive, but then again, he's never had someone run through the field. They mm -hmm. panicked. The cows were nervous. That would make me panic. If all those big cows come running at you, they didn't know them. They wouldn't know if you were there to hurt them or steal one of the babies. Now, does Moo Erickson, did they know if uh, they were trying to steal a cow baby? Well, Erickson was uh, one of the few investigators that we had dropped off uh, in the field searching for this suspect at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and as we knew, they were possibly armed and maybe dangerous, so kidnapping definitely would have been in their wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, motherfucker. I didn't mean for all of these to be animal-based, but they fucking are. Now, uh, oh, oh wait. It looks like the, the Thunderbird phone is ringing, and you've got a case. But this yeah. This is going to be one of the most difficult cases of your career, Thunderbird. Chief. Hello. It's been a long time since we talked. It's me, the Chief. Hi. This is going to be one of the most difficult cases of your career. It's a karate master, and he is assaulting. He's going crazy at a nearby lake by assaulting birds. Whoa. Oh, that's a big no-no right there. Listen, birds may be some of the most annoying creatures on God's green earth, especially if they are of the geese persuasion. Mm -hmm. But there is nothing. It, there is nothing if... <clears throat> Listen here. <laughs> okay. Thunderbird You're right. is a very animal-friendly person. He loves all animals and would never treat them harshly. Unless it's that one fucking dog. Fuck scruffles. <laughs> Um, now, I mean, Bird is in your name, so this might have been one of your family. I didn't uh, want to bring it up, but... No, Thunderbird may be my name, but that, I'm not actually a bird, no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's alright, it's a very simple mistake, most people end up making it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, no, I do have a car that flies. That, that adds a little bit. Yeah, a Florida man, always in Florida, interested in karate, is alleged to to have found an elusive and new illegal target for his kicks: bird faces. Last week, the Orlando Sentinel reported that Rocco Joseph Mantella was arrested for practicing karate by kicking swans in the head. Oh, not the swans. Not the swans. According to an Orange County affidavit, Mantella was spotted by a few witnesses around 9.30 in the fucking morning. He didn't even wait. He woke up and was like, Time to go practice some karate. Come here, swan. Pow! Yeah, it's time to kick some birds today, apparently. Someone's, but now, the only thing he's going to be kicking is the jail cell. Oh, man. Oh, he also apparently targeted a small duck. When one witness yeah. saw what he was doing, he apparently began to laugh at her. What the f- Okay, Thunderbird, I want to know. How'd you take this asshole down? Very simple. Uh, first I went up to him and I was gonna fight him mano y mano. Mm. You know, Thunderbird, he's, uh, had a little bit of Taekwondo background. He got, uh, all the way to the yellow belt. That's the second one. Uh-huh. Um, however, it did lead to me getting kicked in the face very hard and it hurt. Yes. So- I just ended up getting into my Thunderbird and hitting the gentleman with with the car. Oh, you ran him! Up. I was gonna ask the same question that one of our uh, one of our listeners, Salty Frank, he wanted to know: Did you use Crane style to take them down? No, I used Thunderbird style, which is the you, same name of my car. You hit him with a car. That's the best tactic of all time. It is. As a matter of fact, I, I like to think of it as a little bit of payback, since my old T-Bird ended up hitting that guy in the face. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, Thunderbird, thank you for joining us. I mean, did you have do you have anything to say to the people at home? Like, some advice? Ladies and gentlemen of the BS universe, don't kick birds, or I'll kick you with my car. I'll kick, I'll kick as many birds as I want, Thunderbird. You'll never take me down. Ruffles. All right, that's it. I'm going after him. <laughs> Officer in pursuit. Miniature toy Pomeranian. Couldn't be weighing more than four and a half pounds. He's headed west on Vinewood. Let's go get him, boys. Oh, God, he's in a tank. You'll never catch me alive. Boom. And that's how it has to end. That's how it legally has to end. Yep. Oh, wow, we've got a new person in the chat. Apparently Thunderbird should have tried to use communism. I think he did. He tried to share his car with that guy. <laughs> he did share his car with that guy. He shared the front of his car with that guy. It was very good communism. Oh, uh, so Blakey T, it's been an episode. What did you learn this week, buddy? I learned that Benedict Bernard Beatrice Bertle Dirk 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 is an owl. <laughs> Very good, Blake. <laughs> and uh, I learned that. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I got just got like a fucking email in the middle of this. 
Oh. oh, it's from Podbean. Sick. Awesome. They're like, congratulations, a load of BS on almost hitting 100 episodes. Hell yes. Oh, good for us. Uh, yeah, that's nice. It's like, what, 15 away? I guess they're like congratulating. Uh, oh. Due to low listenership, if your lit numbers don't increase by episode 100, we will force you to leave Podbean? What the fuck? Blink. What? Like, what the f- I pay for this shit. Like, how can they kick well, us off? Kick us off we, the air for... We still have iTunes, don't we? I mean, well, no, because I, it all runs off Podbean. Apparently, they're trying to kick us off for having low listenership. Oh, God. This well, what, what can we do? I don't... I, it's not serious. There's no way. That had to have been, like, a prank or some shit. I get, I get stuff like that all the time. So, I guess we don't have to worry about it too much, so... Until next time, Blakey T, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. And I guess for the moment, you can find all the other BS-adjacent podcasts on Podbean. That's right. And you can find me at a load of pure BS. Dot com. Wait, nope, that's where you find everything else. If But you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Moe. That's SC. I'm sorry, the fucking email is still kind of messing with me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Moe. That's S E O T T Y E M O. And make sure to buy all my books on Amazon, the Queasel Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods, or go to audibletrial.com slash BS Network. And of course, you can get a free 30 day trial of Audible and get a free copy of one of my audio books over there. And of course, make sure to check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS.com. If you like uh, movies and fan fiction, you can get fun fiction. Uh, if you like uh, pro wrestling, check out Fight Boys. If you check, if you like theme parks, opposite attractions. And then, of course, if you want to support, you can at merch.aloadofpurebs.com or at patreon.com slash a load of BS. You get access to our exclusive Discord. You get shouted out on the show every single week, like the Patreon Saint Deborah Moore, like Miss Jenny Side, like Gazi, like all of our favorites over there at patreon.com. And of course, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, do all of that fantastic stuff for us. Leave a comment down below. Uh, what's your spirit animal? That's what we want to know this week. Um, oh wait, Salty Frank has learned this week that Danjeric taught me a little life hack on mayo with his spoons. And that is, if you use the back of the spoon to scoop mayonnaise, it doesn't make the gloop sound. <laughs> oh god, that's... Well, hold on, then there's no container for the fucking mayonnaise, it's just gonna be like laying on top. That's right, you leave it in the hands of you and God. <laughs> Oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube. And remember, you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week.